Thank you for listening to Lone Star Community Radio. This program was broadcasted and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. Lone Star Community Radio is supported by listeners like you. Donate and sponsor today. For more information on getting involved with Lone Star Community Radio, contact us at lscrstudios at gmail.com or visit us online at www.irlonestar.com. A continuación, Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a la comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Now, con ustedes, Jenny Ibarra. Buenas tardes, buenas noches, donde quiera que usted esté. Gracias por estar con nosotros nuevamente en Voces en Acción. Jenny Rosales, su anfitriona, trayéndole la información que más puedo traer, toda la información que podemos traer del área de Montgomery, Conroe, en todas las áreas del norte de Houston y Texas y alrededor del mundo, si es necesario. Eh, Definitivamente es para mí un honor tenerle y espero que continúe escuchando nuestros episodios los lunes a las 2 de la tarde eh, vía podcast y vía del, vía el radio, mediante el radio 104.5 y 106.1 con Lonstra Community Radio eh, que estamos, nosotros nos dedicamos a trabajar para la comunidad. Hoy día tenemos una, una sesión muy interesante con una compañía que se llama Companion uh, United US US, o sea, Estados Unidos, ellos van a hablar con nosotros a referente a todo lo que está pasando con las personas que están sin casa y sin ningún tipo de asistencia aquí en el área de Conroe. Y tengo a la señora Marisa Colum, ella va a estar hablando, señorita, Marisa Colum va a estar hablando con nosotros a referente a todo lo que ellos están haciendo. Es un programa nuevo. Good day, good afternoon, whatever you are, good night. Blessings, Jenny Rosales here from Voces in Acción, trying to bring you again all the updated information that is concerning our community, Montgomery County, Woodlands area, Houston, Conroe, everywhere in Texas as well in the world if it's needed. And I am honored to have you um, listening to us through uh, the waves of um, Lone Star Community Radio or 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 magnificent um, radio, uh, Mr. Dick Sisler and his crew and everybody working for us. Um, and I really I'm really thankful that you're here listening to us. Eventually, I remember I air every Monday at two o'clock uh, on 104.5 and 106.1. And today I'm going to start uh, letting you know we're, we have an interesting show. We're going to be talking to Miss Marisa, Marisa um, Colin. She is the director of the pantry and uh no the assistant, assistant director, director of, of the pantry, pantry. and uh she's as well the volunteer coordinator uh for the pro program of companion united U compassion united um U u.s it's supposed to be usa or u.s uh u.s is just a part of our website so okay so compassion, it's united. <laughs> compassion united okay and we're going to be talking to her in a couple of minutes but i'm going to first uh, thank our sponsor today's sponsor Uh, first, um, financial bank. <laughs> Today, I'm just, because of the weather, it's raining and it's cold and it's awful. That's what is going on with me. I'm just 
completely all over the place. But yes, I have to give thanks to First Financial Bank. They're always there for me. They're always there for our community. They've been there for many years and they're supporting us, our shows, and supporting everybody in the community because they believe on people that are working for the community. And I have to... Um, say that not only because you're going to go over there and open a bank account or or getting a savings account or whatever it is that you do with your finances, but they have a special ability of catering to you as an individual and helping you with everything that you're doing with your financial system or financial world, especially now that the world is going crazy with all these banks going all over the place. First Financial Bank is able to help you and assist you and guide you through it. Um, if you're don't have a social security and you're needing or your dream is to buy a house first financial bank has that as well you can talk to miss um oh my god uh miss uh susie woods she's the vice president for um uh, financial and she's able to assist you getting out to four hundred thousand dollars of a loan without a social security only with an itin number you can call them at 936-439 1800 again 936-439-1800 first financial bank is at the reach of your dream they're able to help you they're able to guide you talk to them tell them that jenny rosales told you and they will take it from there they know who i am and i can trust them they they're very good people and they're very honest and they will work with you quiero comenzar el show dándole las gracias a first financial bank ahorita estoy como loca porque como está lloviendo y está bien frío aquí en el norte se me están olvidando las cosas y pido mil disculpas este first financial bank ha estado apoyando a la comunidad por muchos años desde 1900 y, y hoy como es el show ellos están apoyando nuestro show, apoyando Voces en Acción. Tengo que darle las gracias. La señora Susie Woods está allí para nosotros. El grupo de ella en español y todos los, todas, las, todos los, todas las sucursales de First Financial Bank tienen gente que le puede ayudar a usted, no solamente para que abra una cuenta de banco o chequera, o, sino para guiarlos con sus finanzas, sino también si usted tiene el sueño de comprar una casa y no tiene un seguro social, ellos se especializan en hacer un préstamo hasta 400 mil dólares para su casa sin tener que tener solamente un ITIN number. Hable con la señora Susie Woods al 936-439-1800, 936-439-1800. Ella va a hablar con usted. Ellos se especializan en eso y le van a apoyar. Vamos a comenzar ahorita a hablar con la señora, eh, eh, la señorita Marisa, Marisa Colum, referente a Compassion, Compassion United. Thank you for being here, girl. And yes, I'm sorry you. taking you out with this cold weather. I wasn't even expecting. I got all wet today. It's like oh, messy yeah. house. I'd rather it be 100 and degrees every yeah, day. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Houston where we're not expecting one day cold and one hot. But, you know, we, we got to work through it. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. First of all, thank you for your support for the everything that your bosses, Mr. and Mrs. Russell? Readers. Readers. I'm sorry. Readers. Mr. and Mrs. Readers are doing for the community. It is amazing. I went into the website and I was puzzled. I was like, how these people are doing this? Okay. So I'm going to start with the basic thing. Like, you know, who's Marie? Who's Marisa? Where do you came from? You know, what is your background and how excited you are to work with them? And what is it that 
impacted you that that make you work with uh, Compassion United? Yeah, um, so I actually have a, a really interesting start with Compassion United. Um, I kind of come full circle. Um, I've spent all of my, my summers here with my Nana and Papa, and I grew up in St. Mary's, Georgia. Um, my dad was in the military. He's retired now. Mm -hmm. um, and we moved here in 2014 because we just felt like God was calling us to this area. Mm -hmm. um, and my, my Papa, my grandfather, he was a part of the Father's House Church where our pantry is currently okay, located. Okay, Father's House Church. Yes. Okay, Marisa dice que ella está aquí desde el de, de 2014. Su papá y su mamá, eh, el papá, eh, ella venía de Georgia. El pa, la mamá y la familia de ella son de ella, ella se mudaron para acá, vivía con su papá y con su abuelo. El abuelo y la mamá, la abuela fueron las que estuvo, ella pasaba todo el tiempo viniendo, entrando y saliendo de Georgia para acá y decidió quedarse acá desde ese entonces. Y el, el, el abuelo eh, trabajaba en lo que era el lado donde el, el centro de comida que había en donde está Compassion United en estos momentos, en ese lado trabajaba el abuelo. So your papa was working there. He was volunteering himself as a worker just giving out food for homeless, yes, right? Yes, yes. He was, uh, he was the er, in charge of the food pantry at the Father's House Church. Uh -huh. um, and when we moved here, Luke Reedus and his wife, um, Compassion uh -huh. United, had acquired the building. Um, and the, the church and the food pantry that was there um, ended up shutting down when I was probably about nine, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, so way before before we ever moved here. Um, and when Luke and Carla got the facility, um, my papa and my dad approached him in 2014 and said, hey, uh, we really feel like they are, there needs to be a food pantry here. There's always been one. Let's get one back started. And Luke said, okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, so my uh, my papa and my dad opened the food pantry in okay. 2015. That's why you're in charge yes. of the pantry. Okay. <laughs> so uh, if I was not in school or work, or doing whatever I was voluntold to be there. Cool. Right. So you were like, <laughs> yes, so, I, I, but I, it's I, good because you're a baby. Yes. And it helped you grow mentally mm. on the need of the community. Yes. Um, and I'm sorry, Marisa, how old are you? I am 22. You're a baby. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been involved with Compassion United since, since I was you were 15. a baby. Exactly. Yeah. So it's. Uh, it's Ella dice que lo que le ayudó es que, que creció con el área de que el papá, el, el abuelo y el papá de ella se encargaban de la distribución de comida para las personas que no tenían casas y que vivían en las calles aquí en el área de Conroe. Entonces, cuando la iglesia cerró y cerraron esa parte, el señor Luke y la esposa compraron el área y ellos hablaron, con el papá de ella y, y, y el abuelo hablaron con esa pareja y dijeron, ¿sabes qué? Necesitamos una, un centro de comidas para las personas que no tienen casas y que no tienen nada aquí. Y en eso el señor Luke apreció todo lo que ellos hicieron y automáticamente entre ellos comenzaron a forjar todo esto que se llama Compassion United en estos momentos. So the mission of Compassion United is, is basically, what, what is it? Uh, we are here to serve the forgotten, marginalized, and hopeless in Montgomery County through outreach, relief, and empowerment. Um, so we reach out to them, go to, um, we do primarily, uh, we serve breakfast every Saturday at Breakfast in the Park, which is at Lewis Park in downtown Conroe. Mm. Um, we serve about 100 individuals, 120 individuals. Every Saturday. Every Saturday. Okay. Ellos, la misión de ellos es dar poder, ayudar y, 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 y asistir a los necesitados de la comunidad en el área de Conroe. 
Ellos todos los sábados en la mañana dan comida gratis, desayuno gratis a todas las personas que necesitan. Y hasta ahora van ciento y pico de personas que se alimentan todos los sábados en la mañana, bajo el tiempo que sea, allí en el área del Park, Park Lewis, dice, Lewis Park. Park. el Lewis Park aquí en Downtown Conroe. Entonces, ese es el trabajo de ellos. You guys are branching out and you are hugely growing. Yes, yes, okay? we, we are. Can, I'm going to ask my producer to go ahead and pull the website, please. Okay, this right. I'm sorry. Sorry, sir. Um, as you can see, this is the CompassionUnited.us. That's, that's basically when you, you want to go into the website and look at it. Um, if you can go to About, sir. It's not going to get you. Okay, yes. It's gonna it's gonna talk about uh, Mr. Luke and Mr. Car Mr. Car Ms. Carla Ridus and how they got involved. They both got involved of simply giving and and helping the community in Conroe because there's so many people out there. The values, growth, transformation, identity, power, and honor. Esta este website es www.compasión con doble s United, United, punto, punto US. ahí lo puede conseguir y básicamente las personas que bien han dicho usted eh, son el señor eh, eh, Luke y la esposa Carla, ellos son los dueños de la organización, ellos han dado su, todo su trabajo para aquellos que no tienen comida, para aquellos que no tienen dónde vivir, para mujeres que están embarazadas en crisis, para niños que están necesitando. O sea, es un montón de proyectos que tienen en estos momentos aquí en el área de Downtown y tienen, how many acres? Five. Cinco acres. En esos cinco acres que fueron donados por la ciudad de Conro a ellos, automáticamente allí están construyendo poco a poco los edificios que están para poder ayudar a todos los que están homeless, las personas que no tienen casa, las personas que no tienen comida, las personas que no tienen asistencia allí. Can you go back? Veo los valores de ellos. If you can go back to the Miracle City. Miracle City es el lugar, como estamos hablando nosotros, Miracle City is basically, if you can read, is uh, Mr. Mr. Luke and Miss Carla, they, they got five acres, and they have decided what they're going to be doing in those five acres, and basically how they are developing them. They are already in stage number two, am I right? Because they did number one already. We Yes, we finished phase one, and phase we're one. working on exactly. phase two at the moment, um, and that next phase is going to be our day center, Your day center. Um, which is an 8,000 square foot facility uh -huh. um, where we will have space for our homeless friends to hang out during the day okay. mostly um so we'll have uh computers and showers and laundry facilities okay if you see right now there's phase two that's what they're starting they already finished phase one oh. okay they're in phase two and then they're building a big huge go ahead go ahead yeah so ahead. a phase phase two and phase three um we kind of uh not always going by that that uh Flyer. So our, our day center is currently fully funded. Um, by so they, you guys, expedited out. That means you're already in phase three, basically. Basically, yes. Okay. Um, so we, we are about to start fundraising for three of our houses, which is our crisis pregnancy home, our women's transition home, and our men's transition home. Okay. La transición, o sea, ahorita mismo ya me está explicando que ya terminaron básicamente la, 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 la parte 2, que no seguían por el mapa ahorita mismo esa, pero me dice que ya básicamente están trabajando en lo que son las casas de transiciones. Eso significa que ayudan a las personas que no tienen, tienen eh, espacio para 16 hombres en la casa de los hombres, en la casa de las mujeres tienen espacio para 16 mujeres, y hay una casa que se llama 
casa de mujeres embarazadas o pregnancy home, en esa casa aceptan a ocho mujeres con niños. Y en esta área hay muchas mujeres que están embarazadas que no tienen dónde quedarse, que pasan, han pasado por violencia doméstica, que han pasado por todo esto, y ellos en casa están trabajando en la, en la casa de transición en estos momentos y en el Day Center, que eso es lo que viene ahora al final, que básicamente es un centro de 8,000 pies, donde en 8,000 pies van a poder los que están necesitados reunirse durante el día, si hay frío, entrar y tener actividades y toda clase de cosas para las, necesita, las personas que están necesitadas. That day center is basically like a community center for people that yes. are in need. Yes. That they're going to go over there and they're going to probably, they want to find for a job, they're going to try to get back to their feet, am I right? Yes, so we are going to have offices in that space for other organizations that we work with, um, like Interfaith Community Clinic and uh, Community Assistance Center. They're a great resource here in our community with our homeless friends helping them with CAC. IDs yeah, and exactly. all sorts of things like that. Um, so we'll have office space for, for those guys to come in and also help. Um, so we will have community dining, a commercial kitchen in that space. Commercial so kitchen as well. All of our home residents and so you won't have to be going be to the park they can come over there yes. during Saturdays and have their lunch or whatever it is that you're offering without uh, not so our, our breakfast in the park um, we'll that continue? is that's going to continue that's oh, more of a, an outreach program um, we do have a bus that goes through downtown Conroe and picks mm -hmm. up uh, people from the Salvation Army um, and the, the local parks and brings them to our Conroe House of Prayer so program do you have veterans that are working there veterans that are in the streets or where that are you guys helping Uh, vet veterans. Exactly. Um, we we do get a couple of veterans in our program. I'm I'm not sure exactly how many um, that would be, um, but we we definitely do see homeless. Them. Okay, yes. perfect. Ella está preguntando porque básicamente he tenido mucho mi atención en lo que hay muchos veteranos que están en la calle sin asistencia médica, sin asistencia social, todos están pasando traumas psicológicos, están en las cárceles, etcétera, etcétera. Entonces le digo que si tienen algo asignado, dice que tienen varios veteranos que sí eh, se surgen de ellos. En el Day Center que están construyendo en este momento, que es un centro comunitario para las personas que necesitan, van a tener también una oficina para Interfaith, una oficina para CAC. CAC es eh, el centro de asistencia de aquí de Conro y ellos ayudan muchísimo a la gente. Entonces, automáticamente las, eh, los que están sin trabajo, los que están sin comida, los que necesitan pagar su luz, cosas pueden utilizar, pueden llegar a donde, al mismo, en, a ese centro donde van a haber oficinas de relocalización de estas otras organizaciones que ellos son partners, o sea, significa ellos se hacen eh, co-partners co, co con organizaciones que están sirviendo a la comunidad para poder ayudar a los hombres. Is there anything in particular that you're that doing? You know, because I see you have you're gonna do laundry, people can go and wash their clothes, or, you know, do you guys offering you're gonna be offering every type of assistance like from people. You know, I know there's a lot of homeless that they don't take showers. There's going to yes, showers and so things like that. We, we will have shower space in that day center um, and the laundry services, of course. Uh -huh. um, and then that, that space is really just to help us build those relationships with the people that we serve. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a lot easier to help people and empower them to, exactly. to be more successful um, whenever you have a relationship with them and you're also providing relief. Um, so you always hear you... Uh, 
you can give a man a fish and you feed him for a day. You can teach a man to fish and you'll feed him for a lifetime. For a lifetime. But that is much easier to do when he's not starving. Exactly. Um, so having that those relief programs and then being able to transition right into empowerment. Do you guys have a s mental assistance for them as well? Am I right? Uh, like psychiatric, psychologists? We partner psychologists? with uh, Tri-County. Um, oh, you partner with Tri-County? Yes, okay. and we, we do partner with uh, another organization. I cannot recall... Uh, exactly who that is, um, but that they uh, counsel the people in our transitional homes. Ok, perfecto. Ella, eh, estamos hablando sobre muchas de esas personas que están en la calle, la mayoría su sufren de problemas mentales, eh, jóvenes o adultos, y ellos necesitan una transición. Muchos no confían en la gente. Ellos van a estos centros. Este centro va a estar abierto, va a tener eh, regaderas para que se bañen, van a tener lavandería para poder lavar su ropa, van a ayudarlos a asistirlos a cortar, cosas básicas como cortarse cabello o limpiarlos o guiarlos a dónde conseguir trabajo. Deja, eh, eh, le pregunté si tienen problemas de, de, de programas de asistencia mental. Me dice que se están haciendo partner con Tri-County. Tri-County Behavioral, es un, que van a venir al show. Eh, el señor Evan Robertson eh, es el director. Ellos se hacen partners con, con eh, Compassion uh, United para trabajar con las necesidades mentales que hay en el área, sobre todo en específicamente con todos los homeless, las personas que no tienen casa y los necesitados. Okay. I want to know, do you guys work with youth as well? Am I right? Yes. We, and we you have, have a youth a, center. Youth, uh -huh. uh, we, um, a, youth, a youth program. A youth program, okay, yes. Uh, Destiny Kids, that is run by uh, Luke and Katie Yagelski. Uh -huh. um, they're in charge of that program. Um, they have semesters that they, they go out and hang out with those kids. And we're primarily out at the Tall Timbers apartment complex. And they meet on Monday nights. On Monday um, nights. And we're, we're building relationships with those, those kids and those teenagers. And those um, are kids that are from parents that are homeless. Uh, it, or those are kids that are from the community, no, ma no matter what. Uh, mostly kids from the, the community. Uh, Tall Timbers is Section 8 housing, so it is In a, housing. A, okay. a low-income community out there. Um, we actually do a grocery distribution out there as oh, well. Oh, so you help them as well over yes, there. Yes, Okay, ellos, ellos también tienen un programa para jóvenes. Eh, la señora, el señor Jakowski, that's the last Jakowski. name. Jakowski. Jakowski. Please excuse me, I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> your last name. Uh, um, they, they're very young, and I know I saw the pictures over there. They're working with the youth program, and they have them, the meetings at 9, at 7 o'clock at night. I believe so. Okay, yes. ellos tienen los meetings de con los jóvenes eh, los lunes en la, a las 7 de la noche. Ellos también distribuyen comida para los, las, las personas que están en sección 8. Significa que cuando tú tienes un gran del gobierno que te paga la casa, sección 8 es el gobierno te paga la mitad de tu renta, tú pagas la mitad o, o cierta, cierto subsidio sobre tu renta. También puedes llegar allí con tus hijos si tienes niños menores de edad y ellos te ayudan a que los niños estén en ese programa, un programa para jóvenes, eh, para muchachitos de toda la comunidad que están necesitando. How many kids are you guys thinking? Do you have a ball game of how many kids? Uh, I would probably say anywhere from uh, 15 to 20. Um, right now. So okay. we... Uh, that are you permanent, permanent seven, exactly. Yeah. Okay, ahorita mismo tienen de 15, de 15 a 20 muchachos que están llegando a, a pedir servicios, que las padres de familia los dejan ahí para trabajar con ellos y están trabajando con la comunidad, con los jóvenes en estos momentos. Estamos hablando de niños permanentes. Hay niños que vienen y entran y salen, pero hay muchos que son permanentes. Y eso es lo que tenemos que ver. Okay, Compassion United does a church services as well. You guys have like... Uh, a whole community church service? Yes, yeah, so exactly. uh, a Conroe House of Prayer, well, otherwise referred Conroe to House as of Prayer, Chop, okay. 
um, which I will refer to it as CHOP. Mm. Um, we've been doing that for since I was little before Yeah, because I your father, here. your godfather is involved in that, am I right? Um, he, he was, yes. Um, and uh, so that's Monday through Friday in the morning. So I actually just morning. came from, from, there. from there. Okay. Yes. Um, so we start about 7 in the morning. We open Prayer. up those doors with coffee and uh, then we have a 30-minute worship service we do a 30-minute um, devotional or uh, a message that we yeah. have different preachers come out and talk um, and then we have breakfast immediately after um, and then Monday Wednesday and Friday at that specific program we also hand out clothing and hygiene items and things like that oh my gosh closet. so you do this you guys are constantly on the top of everything yes <laughs> wow ella dice que se levantan a la mañana todos los días hay un, hay una, la, la, el, el centro de oración o la casa de oración de Conro se llama ellos tienen muchos años ya desde que ella estaba chiquita dice que tienen haciendo entonces ellos se encargan de la parte espiritual del grupo ellos todas las mañanas a las 7 de la mañana comienzan con, ver, con un desayuno y ahí comienzan la oración después que terminan la oración este van y les proveen toda clase de asistencia sea para bañarse o para, para lo que necesiten y después al mediodía hay un almuerzo así que se quedan es, ella dice que constantemente todo el tiempo están activos, no paran, porque hay mucha gente que va constantemente a, 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 a buscar la necesidad de cómo tener una familia, ya que están en la calle, ya que están necesitando. Do you guys have, I, and I'm going to ask this, Hispanic, a lot of Hispanics coming in, do you guys have immigrants that are coming in that they're needing, uh, and you have so, seen that, now that you're in that between the volunteer <laughs> and the, you know, yeah, um, so that is primarily out at our food pantry. Um, so I actually brought a little a graph with me. Mm -hmm. um, so all of this green is all of our Hispanic community. So we are serving 57% Hispanic um, out of wow. our food pantry. Um, so I thought that was a little bit interesting. That is a lot and for you, me, you and I needed it. I'm serious. So it was uh, kind of funny. I am. So and it's good that you made, you guys get that, those, those type of, um, you know, of uh, statistics because that's what I need because you know that, that's what I'm trying to reach those 57% mm -hmm. of Hispanics that they're able to understand and they're able to be less afraid that you know you, we're not asking for papers we're here to yes, help you yes. to assist you if you need food for your kids you need they need to be fed they need to be clothed they need to go to school they need to do things and some of them they're not even reaching there there's a lot of them that have they don't understand and they're afraid they're just yes, afraid um so that is actually a very um common misconception um here in montgomery county exactly um you uh, food pantries we cannot require um proof of residency proof of income Nothing. any kind of documents um according to tfap and tda if you spend the night in texas you are considered a resident of texas exactly um, and we are required to serve you serve you um so if even if uh food pantries are limiting by zip code for maybe the don't have a budget to serve what we're, we're currently seeing because we're seeing higher numbers than we did during covid no now of course with the immigration and everything after yes, the pandemic and yes. everything so, so um, you guys were working steady through the pandemic. Did you guys never, never stop, I no, imagine? No, so uh, in 2020, we opened our food pantry up six days a week to meet that need. Six um, days a week. We had a couple of people um, spending the night at the pantry um, just because we, we were concerned with the need being so great that, that people may be coming in the middle of the night to try to get groceries. And so we were always trying to meet that need. Um, so we went from being open two times a month to being open six days a week. And, and you guys are partnering with the Uh, the Food Bank of Montgomery County. Yes. yes That's yeah. what it is. Yes. Okay. Ellos, eh, quiero que sepan una cosa. 
ella acaba de traer mucho la atención a lo que nosotros estamos hablando. Si ven este, este chart que acaba de traer y se lo puedo poner para que lo veas, mire, lo que está en verde somos nosotros los hispanos. 57% de las personas que ellos utilizan y que ayudan para darle comida aquí en el área de Conroy, Montgomery, son hispanos. Eso significa que el auge de hispanos que están cruzando por la frontera están viniendo acá. Por ley en el estado de Texas, la persona que pase una noche aquí en el estado de Texas se considera un residente. Automáticamente ellos tienen que servirle. No se les pide papeles, no se pide papeles. No se sabe, no se le pregunta de dónde usted, no se le pregunta nada. Nada más cuántas personas viven en su casa y cuántas personas hay que darle de comer. Eso es lo que está haciendo este gobierno. Esta parte del gobierno de Montgomery, esto es lo que está haciendo. Ayudándolos para que usted tenga un techo, tenga comida, tenga servicios de medicamentos si los necesita y tenga toda clase de asistencia. Ella dijo que durante la pandemia no se, no se cerró nunca una y dos, es más, dos personas dormían en el centro de comida. ¿Por qué? Porque siempre llegaba alguien de noche a pedir comida. ¿Ok? Y querían asegurarse que esa persona tuviera comida y tenía los, tuviera los recursos. Entonces, ellos están abiertos todos los días ellos ofrecen comida caliente en las mañanas, los sábados. Ellos ofrecen comida durante la semana, si usted también va. Ellos también ofrecen comida si usted quiere llevársela a su casa. Pero ellos están ayudando y no piden. Y esa es una, una misconcepción. O sea, básicamente no hay una, una relación. Nosotros tenemos miedo a emigración. Emigración no tiene que ver nada con estos lugares. Todo lo que son pantries, todo lo que son lugares de centro de comida, lugares de asistencia médica, lugares de asistencia este, legal o lugares de asistencia de, de, sus, de sus hijos, emigración no puede llegar ni meterse en eso. No lo puede hacer porque legalmente en el Estado de Texas no se permite. Ya que usted entró y cruzó la frontera y usted está necesitando, puede ir a Compassion United y puede pedir que le ayuden y le van a asistir. Ok, I'm letting you know basically that Immigration is not able to get into you guys, or you guys have nothing to do with immigration right. because we, basically, we by law, you guys that. are supposed only to feed them. You're, they're human beings, and that's that's what you have to Correct. cover. Yeah, basically. so we, we just give the food. We have uh, wonderful statistics like that, um, but that is all completely anonymous. That helps uh, our food pantry and other organizations like Montgomery County Food Bank be able to apply for grants and say, hey, these are the, the people that we are serving, either, whether they're um, veterans or maybe they're homeowners. Um, uh, I know that in 2020, we were serving mostly people that were unemployed. Now we're serving the working middle class people that are making three, four thousand. We're making the, the middle class are the ones that are making paycheck to paycheck right now. And sometimes they don't have for food yeah. because they need to pay the rent so, or they need to pay the car mm -hmm. note. That's what is happening right now. We've, most we've of them completely slipped, slipped. Well, now that of course, of you know, the yeah. eggs are five dollars. Per case, yes. when it was two dollars, you can mm -hmm. imagine. So everything went up, and everything is is costly. And mm -hmm. middle class is like holding in there. Poor class is having a hard time, and rich class is just enjoying it. Okay, because that's how I have to say it. Mm -hmm. You know, we we, we we cannot. We we need to start thinking. Those that we have money, those people that are having money, Compassion United has a donation button. Okay. They need volunteers. We're going to talk about, I'm going to take a break so we can talk about volunteers because you need volunteers from everybody. Not, solamente, not only because of the American Anglos that have money, but the Hispanic community that are receiving, mm -hmm. instead of sitting at home and not doing anything, go and volunteer and help you in the pantry. At least help you donate, give money, help give food, you know, help you clean up, help you. We can help you. The Hispanic community needs to put their hands on as well. And I'm going to talk to them about that. Okay. Eh, quiero, voy a tomar un break, pero antes de volver, vamos a volver 
para que hablemos sobre lo que se llama voluntariarnos con Companion United. ¿Por qué? Porque Companion United está trabajando para la comunidad y necesita donaciones, necesita cada dólar que usted pueda dar, lo mismo que necesita este, toda la voluntariedad. Así como nosotros pedimos, también es necesario que nosotros nos voluntariemos con ellos y demos un tiempo, un momento de, de, de nuestros recursos para ellos. Um, vamos a tomar un break y volvemos dentro de unos minutos con compañeros United y seguimos la conversación con la señorita Marisa, Marisa Colum. We're going to be back. I'm going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back with Marisa Colum and Companion United. Thank you. Hola, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción, and I'm going to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. If you wish to purchase your own home, but you don't have a social security number, First Financial Bank can help you. Their ITIN home loan program can be a perfect option for you. They are here to help you. You can reach them at 936-439-1800. That number again is 936-439-1800. 1800. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank. First Financial Bank is an equal housing lender, member of FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción. Estoy aquí para hablar sobre un patrocinador de nosotros, First Financial Bank. El préstamo hipotecario ITIN puede ser una opción excelente para usted. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-439. 1800. Repito, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo le pueden ayudar. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank, prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FDIC. Thank you for um, holding there and uh, to continue watching us again. Jenny Rosales from Voces en Acción. And today we're talking to Marisa Colum. And she is a sweetheart, it's a baby, 23-year-old <laughs> kid that is doing more than I can do in my lifetime. She's helping so many people. And, and I really thank you that, Marisa, kids of your age, um, millennials, They tend not, you know, your generation C, because you're almost at the end of the millennial ones. Mm -hmm. You guys don't tend to do this. That means your parents and your grandparents raised you right. You know what I mean? Well, not, they tend not to <laughs> get involved with the community. They tend just to go in and their life and whatever. And that's something that I have to bring it up to her. There's a lot of kids that are millennial and their generation C that are working for the community. Gracias por estar con nosotros nuevamente. Tengo a Marisa Colom aquí de este Company United. Y, y le doy las gracias a ella porque esa es una criatura de 22 años que desde chiquitita ha estado trabajando con el papá y los abuelos en, don, en, en un centro de comida para, para personas sin recursos. Ella ha aprendido a valorar la humanidad ha hecho más ella en su corta edad que muchos de nosotros. Y eso es lo que tenemos que aprender. Hay muchos milenios, muchos generación Z como ella, que están trabajando para la comunidad. ¿Por qué? Porque fueron criados por generaciones X y generaciones este, builders o baby boomers que realmente están imponiendo la palabra correcta para que esos jóvenes puedan tener compasión para la necesidad de nosotros. Um, Marisa, We're going, to talk, we're going to talk about donations and volunteer. Why? Because 
when whenever we sit down and we go or we go to the movies or we go to McDonald's or we take our kids to Chuck E. Cheese mm -hmm. and we do whatever, we can use that dollar amount for somebody that has nothing. Right. Okay. Um, how, how much, how many donations do you guys receive? Do you have a, of, 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 of you know, outside donors from the Montgomery County that they, you know, like, for example, Kroger's, HEV, do they give you guys food? Do they guys uh, do that? Or do you guys have to request? Or how do you guys go in the process so, of that? So um, regarding food, um, we, we mostly get all of our, our groceries from the Montgomery County Food Bank. Mm -hmm. um, that is technically buying it. It's a, a service yeah, fee. It's um, a so pennies, we don't, we don't buy exactly. the food necessarily, but it's uh, 16 cents per pound. Per pound, exactly. Um, so we, we spend quite a, a lot of money on our, our groceries through exactly. the food pantry for sure. Um, but I, I, most of our our donor base is individuals and churches here in Montgomery okay. County. Um, so one of a, a couple of our major supporters are the Woodlands Methodist Church um, okay. and uh, mm -hmm. Conroe Church of Christ and all sorts of other wonderful organizations, uh, the Woodlands Community Presbyterian, just a bunch of them really, really hop in and um, really believe in our mission and really support us. Um, and then we have donors from various places. Okay. Um, Le pregunto come. a cuántos donadores tiene básicamente el, el centro de comida de Montgomery County que casualmente el próximo lunes vamos a tener el, el show para que los vean este la señora Marlowe y toda su, todo su equipo son los mayores donadores de comida de Compassion United ellos dan eh, es un tipo de donación que se hace por libra básicamente es un es un servicio que se hace training de non-profit a non-profit eh, pagan 16 centavos por libra de comida y esa comida es la que se dona a la comunidad este toda esa comida viene se dan se viene dando en todos lugares pero Compassion United está recibiendo también eh, donaciones por las iglesias muchas iglesias como la iglesia metodista de, de Conroe la iglesia eh, eh, presbiteriana un montón de iglesias están dándole a ella eh, el, el favor de dar dinero para poder que ellos puedan mantener el pantry lleno. So basically, they give you the money and you guys keep the pantry fluently. Keep going with the, the money that the you pantry receive. and all of our and, other and all of your, Yeah, the light yes. bill, the everything that yes. you, water bill, everything that it goes around all those buildings that you guys are building. Yes, um, and we we actually have a, a ninth program being introduced to our our list of programs. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, we are building a, a community clinic space out by the our food pantry. Okay. Um, so we we've had a lot of uh, work put in by the the Geezer Squad with the United Methodist Church. Uh -huh. Um, and they've put in over over 750 hours on this project to get this building ready. So for basically, there's going to be overnight clinic. Somebody that gets hurt, somebody that doesn't that need assistance, and just yes. Tend so to them. we okay. we are uh, partnering with uh, Interfaith Community Clinic, and they they, have the they clinic, will be exactly. out there. And then we're going to have more office space uh, for in our East in. County area for um, veterans services so exactly. and community assistance center for people in that area to be able to come and receive help as okay. well. También están haciendo un trabajo de sobrenoche que está al lado del de área del, del, del donde dan la comida, el servicio de comida, que es una clínica, que, que, que una clínica de noche donde van a tener una, un, un grupo de, de, de first responders, vamos a decirlo me, de esa manera, eh, doctores y enfermeras que van a trabajar de parte del área de, de, de la clínica de Interfaith of the Woodlands, este, ellos van a estar acá en el área de ellos trabajando. Eh, ahora la iglesia 
metodista eh, ha donado más de 750 horas en crear de noche esa facilidad en eso, en, el, en, el, en las facilidades que ellos tienen y hacer todo lo que son los cúbicos y todo lo que son el área médica para poder que eh, eh, vengan y, y trabajen y proveer a los veteranos que están en la calle que no tienen con qué o no pueden ir a clínica y si están enfermos de noche, ellos van a estar abiertos de noche y a la comunidad entera en Conroe. This is amazing. Tell your boss. Yes, I will. That he's, from he's the he's bottom wonderful. of my heart, the Hispanic community, I do represent one, a bunch of percent of them because they don't know how to speak English, but I can tell you they are thankful. They are very thankful because basically that's what we need. Community, you know, corporations like Companion United that are giving a hundred percent regardless of what it is because they're seeing that there's a need yes. and there's, we cannot stand up and sit down and just do look look pretty and not do anything. Right. We need to work for the what we do and we need to help those that are in need and that's something that you know that's one of the things that catch my eye when I met your coworker and she's like Jenny you need to talk to Marisa I say yeah I need to bring her into the show <laughs> to make sure you know you can let us know how much you need us because you, we're needing you. How much do you need us? You know what I yes. mean? Yes. And that's something that I want to make sure they know that. Quiero, le estoy diciendo ya que muchas gracias por el trabajo que está haciendo, por el trabajo que Companion United está haciendo en la comunidad, porque realmente son miles de programas en un solo lugar. Y crean que eso no es una cosa que se creó en cinco años. Ellos tienen siete años trabajando y tienen, un, tienen ocho personas en el personal ahorita mismo pagadas. Todos los demás son voluntarios. Y ahora venimos a la, a la, a la parte de voluntarios. Marisa, you have eight people staff paid. Yes. The other ones are volunteers. Yes. Okay. You're needing more volunteers. We are always needing more volunteers, um, especially <laughs> out at our food pantry. Um, so as I mentioned uh, earlier, um, during COVID, we were open six days a week. Um, we served about 24,000 people. Um, we have, uh, last year we served 34,000 people. Last year, 34,000? Yes. Okay. Um, so I have a, another graph. <laughs> oh my God, he's growing by the minute. Let me see that. Um, so if you look over at November, um, there is a huge spike. Um, and that is plateauing out. Um, Feeding America warned us that we were looking at the need continuously going up and plateauing out. Um, and our data is showing the same thing by what we're serving. Um, so oh that's... Uh, 24,000 people. 34,000, okay. 34, yes. 34,000 people. El año, ellos comenzaron en la pandemia, con, con, antes de la pandemia, con alrededor de, vamos a decir, 8,000 y pico personas. Ahora... Después de la pandemia y hasta ahora, el año pasado solamente hicieron 34 mil personas fueron servidas por ellos. En un radio de cinco acres, en un radio donde no tenían nada, en un pantry que es pequeño, y encima de eso con ocho personas de, de, que trabajan diariamente, que están pagadas, y los voluntarios, que son pocos. Entonces, esto es donde viene el problema, donde decimos, la comunidad hispana está recibiendo los que estamos cruzando, los que están cruzando, por favor que me escuchen, los que están cruzando de Venezuela, de, Cara de, de Honduras, de El Salvador, que no tienen nada que hacer y no tienen cómo, pero sí están recibiendo comida y están ayudándose. Párense de allí y vayan a este lugar a ayudar. Porque quiero que sepan una cosa, ellos no les preguntan a ustedes qué papeles tienen para ayudar ni nada. Ellos les preguntan a ustedes si usted quiere trabajar. Y así puede conseguir usted un trabajo y hacerse su libre y ayudar a, a los necesitados. Así como usted necesitó y le ayudaron, usted puede darle a la comunidad. 
Eso es lo que vengo pidiendo siempre en todos mis radios. Nosotros como hispanos, que somos, quiero que sepas que somos la mayoría, la minoría más grande de los Estados Unidos en estos momentos, somos los hispanos. Tenemos el empoderamiento de podernos parar y tener comida y tener en nuestras casas todo. Podemos dar también de nuestro trabajo para poder ayudar a las personas. Porque hay muchas personas que se necesitan. Marisa, I'm, I'm, I'm just talking to my, my, my people, letting them know that we are always asking and we're needing and we, we cross the border and we're here and we're getting fed and we have a roof. Why don't we just go back and volunteer? Because there's somebody else that is crossing the border too mm -hmm. and somebody that is needing and you guys are helping them. Yes. So there, you guys, do you guys don't ask for papers when you're volunteering? No, no, you no. just, uh, if you um, add your Mika, whatever it is, you write your name and, you know, volunteer and that's it. Yeah, we, we actually use a uh, volunteer management platform. Platform, Point. exactly. Uh -huh. um, it's a little app that you can download onto your phone. It's real easy to use. We post all of our volunteer events there. Um, and then uh, we, we can sign up Ey, for anything. Dice que usted no piden nada. Usted puede llegar con su Mika o con su seguro, con su pasaporte, lo que usted tenga, dar su nombre, firmarse y comenzar a trabajar. Ella no le importa si usted habla inglés o español, pero se necesita gente que habla español. Por eso he entendido que hay muchos, hay 57% de la comunidad hispana yendo donde ellos a pedir comida. Entonces, si usted se, se mete en el, en, el, en el website, ve los horarios, ¿ok? Y ve la, el, el, un sábado que no tenga nada que hacer. Lleve a sus hijos. Sus hijos son grandecitos. Lo puede llevar para que ellos también ayuden y que aprendan, como ella, ella aprendió a los nueve años, a dar comida, a dar de sí, ayudar. Porque eso es lo que tenemos que hacer, inculcarle a nuestros jóvenes que hay que ayudar, que es una cadena de ayuda. De entre lo que, lo que yo doy, alguien me va a dar. O alguien va a ayudar a uno de mis hijos porque es una cadena. I'm telling them, it's a chain. The way that you learn when you were, when you were a little, you, you were nine years old, and, and your papa and your mama took you, and you saw that, and you saw the need, and what do you did? You started helping because that's the way it was. We can do the same thing with these kids. They can take their kids if they're older enough. They can see what is the need. They can see people walking in that they have nothing. Mm -hmm. And they can appreciate their life because they have a roof over their, over their head. Right. And there can be more volunteers. And we can take those kids out of drugs. We can take those kids out of so many things when we put them to do something like this. Mm -hmm. You know? Yes. And that's the main goal that I try, Marisa, in all my shows. To let them know that we're here. Yeah, we're here to help you. We're here to give you. Pay back. Start paying back. I'm here paying back, Marisa. <coughs> I have to say it this way. Mm -hmm. I have to pay back to the community after 40 years of being in the United States. That's my mode. I have to pay this big country of the land of the free because I was free from a socialist country. I was free completely, and I was able to raise my kids, and I have a grandson now, and I have mm -hmm. to teach them mm -hmm. the same way. Yeah. <coughs> I'm, and I'm sorry. Before closing, do you have anything that you want to say to the Hispanic community or to the community itself? What is the main point that you want to do right now so we are able to let you talk and communicate this to them? Yeah, um, so we, we have a, a great need for, for volunteers. Um, I will say that uh, not all of our volunteers speak Spanish fluently, um, but if you would like to come out, I am learning and I need practice and I will talk to you. <laughs> so um, please feel free to uh, come out and help us serve. Um, we do so many different distributions throughout each month. Um, so we're open out at our facility uh, four times a month out in the country area. Are you guys building to them, all right? You guys are building stuff and doing things. 
Yes. Do you need builders? There's a lot of com uh, carpentry and there's a lot of co you know, my com my community is good about builders and construction. I, so and I I am not um our, our project manager. Is the one for that is for that. that. Well, you can always <laughs> talk to you guys and see if there's any. Yes, need yes. And if you if you have any services that you would that like you can to provide, offer, cleaning, um, whatever it yes, is, you know, we we could uh, we always need it. the help. We are mostly a volunteer ran organization um we've had people Perfect. that have been with us um everyone that is on payroll has been i was a full-time volunteer for six years before wow, i ever before got a paycheck <laughs> yeah um so we we are a very volunteer oriented organization um and we 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 truly are a, a family um and uh that that expands to uh, outside of working and do you volunteer. guys do classes of empowerment to women yes yes so too. all of our all of our residents go through a program we called fresh start um, uh -huh. and we teach them things like loving with healthy boundaries how exactly. to manage your money other life skills like that um, and then eventually uh, they get to graduate from our program um, and that that kind of varies from resident to resident um, exactly. so sometimes we have people that uh, stay in our program for six months and so we have a couple that, that may stay for two years, two years so <laughs> um, it, it just kind of uh, depends on what your your flow of life not every person is the same and we we really see that um, throughout our program ellos so. necesitan todo tipo de voluntarios y me está diciendo ahorita Marisa que le estoy preguntando y me dice que es lo que más necesitan por favor ella dice que ella quiere practicar el español así que por favor lleguen a ayudarla ella no le importa lo que usted pueda hacer, si quiere limpiar o si quiere recoger o si sabe de alguien que pueda hacer carpintería o pintura o algo parecido. El señor que se encarga del project management lo puede poner a usted a ayudar y a trabajar y dar su, tu, su trabajo voluntario para que entre todos sigamos manteniendo a Conroe strong, fuertes, porque Conroe necesita estar siendo fuerte. Mientras más se une la comunidad, más podemos ser fuertes. Unity is what I call, all the time is unity. No matter who you are, where you're coming from, unity is the bond. And basically, Conroe needs to be strong. And mm -hmm. it's growing. Conroe, Montgomery is growing. Yes, you can majorly. see it now. Okay? Estamos creciendo. Y ahora usted está hablando de 34 mil personas. Dentro de cinco años van a ser 65 mil personas. Porque el área de Conroe y Montgomery está creciendo a pasos agigantados. Por favor, comuníquese con Companion United. Vayan, toquen la puerta al pantry. Está en el centro de Conroe, la dirección de ellos. What is your address? And I can say it in words. So, uh, Miracle City is uh, 350 Foster Drive. That's okay, where our, our campus Drive. is okay. being built. And then uh, our food pantry is 18856 FM 350 y, y Marisa habla poquito español, así que ella puede hablar con usted. Y usted le dice que usted quiere, de parte de Jenny Rosales, de Voces en Acción, usted escuchó esto, que usted quiere voluntariarse, o que usted quiere donar tiempo, o que usted quiere donar comida, o que usted quiere donar ropa, lo que usted quiera hacer, hágalo ahora. No espere que le agarre el tiempo mañana. Hágalo ahora, porque ahora es que se necesita. 
me despido. I'm, I'm going to say thank you for your support, for your understanding. Um, I would like to meet your bosses because I personally will walk in because that's what I'm trying to do. Go and visit my partners because you guys are partnered with me. Mm -hmm. The minute that you sit down in my chair, you're a partner. Why? Because you're working the same way we're working in the community. Mm -hmm. I'm just spreading the voice. That's the only thing I am. Right. But I'm going to tell your, tell your bosses that God bless them, that I'm really glad that God is putting them in that path and that, that I'm here for anything. My doors are open for anything that you guys are in need. And I'm going to spread the word. The more that we spread the word is the more that we get things done. Okay. And I hope that anybody that is in giving money away, Compassion United is needing it. Anybody that has extra money in this town, there's a lot of rich people in this town that can hear me. Please give out money to people like Compassion United that are working for the community. Thank you very much for being with us today. It's been a pleasure giving you this little time and, and, and sharing with Marisa everything that she has given and what Compassion United is doing. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Nuevamente pido y exhorto a la comunidad que done, no solamente pida, que den de ustedes. Hay muchas personas que están en necesidad y podemos mediante Compassion United ayudar a los que están en la calle, los necesitados, los veteranos, los que salen de las cárceles. Por favor, ayudemos a unir a Conroe, a Montgomery. Ha sido un gusto estar con ustedes nuevamente en Voces en Acción y nos veremos en nuestro próximo show, que será eh, interesante. Tengan observado que estoy trayendo, trayendo un montón de shows interesantes porque necesito dar la información y pronto tendremos una sorpresa para toda la comunidad. Thank you so much for being with us. I'll see you guys in our next show. It was a pleasure being with us. And uh, I'll see you next. And we're going to have a surprise coming up next for the whole community. Stay tuned. Have a good day. Have a good life. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Jenny from Voces en Acción. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, First Financial Bank. Are you ready to make your dreams come true in home ownership? The new affordable mortgage program at First Financial Bank can be a great option for you and your family. We're here to help you. Call 936-439-1800. Again, 936-439-1800. And discover how can we assist you. The American dream is at your reach at First Financial Bank, Equal Housing Lender, member FDIC. Hola, les habla Jenny de Voces en Acción y hoy vamos a hablar sobre uno de nuestros patrocinadores, First Financial Bank. ¿Listo para hacer realidad su sueño de comprar su propio hogar? El nuevo programa hipotecario de vivienda accesible de First Financial Bank puede ser una opción excelente para usted y su familia. Están a sus órdenes llamando al 936-439-1800. Nuevamente, el número es 936-439-1800 y descubra cómo le pueden asistir. El sueño americano está a su alcance en First Financial Bank. Prestamista de vivienda equitativa, miembro FIDC. Esto fue Voces en Acción, el programa comunitario que informa a nuestra comunidad latina. Voces en Acción, la verdad en acción. Voices in Action, the truth in action. Hasta nuestra próxima edición.